Emergency podcast here from Not Another Sox podcast. Xander Bogarts has left the Red Sox. An 11-year deal, $280 million to the Padres. And I can't believe we have to fucking do this all over again. Dude, man, we were... we. It, it, it's like the weirdest timing because obviously we we released an episode yesterday. We recorded last night. Um, I think for the most part, we all felt pretty good, like as good as you can feel. Like it looked like the reports that were coming out were trending in the right direction at, of, with Bogarts coming back to, to the Sox. And um, then somewhere, you know, between when we stopped recording and like, you know, what, 12, 31 a.m., um, something went completely south and uh now he's in san diego unfortunately yep south is right and west as well <laughs> yeah. um but uh yeah it's 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 gutting and we'll have the you know the, the reaction the breakdown um we'll talk a lot about how the red sox mishandled this but i think to kick off you know we we all absolutely adore xander Bogarts and just appreciated his career um, with the Boston Red Sox. And I think that we agreed that, you know, it'd probably be best to start there because um, he wasn't, to me, he wasn't a member of the Red Sox. Like to me, he was the Red Sox. Like this hurts way more than Mookie and um, Xander deserves nothing but just fantastic memories from Red Sox fans. Uh, You know, two world championships has been here since 2013. Um, so just really, really a sad day all around. Really tough, really tough day. Honestly, honestly, tough day. Yeah, I mean, he was literally the Red Sox captain. He, you know, had everything that you wanted from a shortstop on the field. He played a pretty good defense. It was a little up and down, you know, at times throughout his career here. But, like, he was a very dependable shortstop out there. Uh, he won so many Silver Sluggers, so many All-Star games. Um, and you know, he was just most importantly, the leader of that clubhouse. Like you heard him be referred to as the captain and, you know, you wish you kept that type of guy and actually slap that C on the Jersey, um, just because, you know, he really meant so much to the organization and to the fans. Yeah. I mean, just to follow what you guys said, I mean, um, he was really the heartbeat of, of this organization. Um, I mean. And when you look up and down the lineup, I mean, Xander Bogarts was the first guy that really that you looked at and said, you know, he's he's the guy, you know, he is he is the team. Um, and it, it's tough to lose a guy like that. Um, obviously, a homegrown talent. You know, he's he was here for, what, 10 seasons. Um, you know, he he meant a lot to this organization, to the city. Um, he was a hell, obviously a hell of a player. Um you know, a, a real star in this league and, you know, he'll continue to do that in San Diego, obviously. But um, when you, when you talk about a guy like Xander Bogarts, obviously, you know, he was the captain um, and it's so important now. I feel like just in sports in general to have a good culture in your locker room or your clubhouse, whatever it is. Um, and he really, he really, uh, he was that. I mean, he set the standard for 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 being, you know, with the Red Sox. Like, if you're a Red Sox, like this is the standard we hold. And and Xander Bogarts was like that. I almost like to compare him to another Boston athlete. He's almost like a Patrice Bergeron. Yeah, really. that's perfect. Yeah, um, that's exactly like he, correct. 
he literally just sets the standard for that organization and everyone seems to it's a domino effect everyone follows suit um and those those type of guys are really hard to come by and when you find a guy like Xander Bogarts who um can really set such a high standard for your organization and then you let him walk like this it's it's tough but um, I mean, yeah, he's a hell of a clubhouse guy, um, and he's a hell of a player on the field. So, yeah. um, just a, a, a guy you, you hate to lose. Yeah, for sure. And, and I mean, talking about just the longevity with the Red Sox, like I remember hearing about Xander Bogarts and being excited about him when I was literally in high school. And now, you know, that feels like an eternity from this point. And I was so afraid that obviously it would ever get to this point. Never thought it actually would, especially after trading Mookie Betts. What it's, it seemed like that was, you know, one of the reasons why they did that was to decide between almost him or Xander. And I was completely fine with them choosing Xander. Uh, Bogarts, you know, I, I, I see like people say, oh, he won two championships with the Red Sox. He absolutely won two championships with the Red Sox. And, you know, that 2013 championship, he was very important in the playoffs and in the World Series. Um, you know, he had an awesome triple against the Cardinals. He had one of the, I would say, probably one of the most important bases on balls in Red Sox history against Max Scherzer in 2013 ALCS. Um, he was just, you know, he, he his career started like exactly how you would want it to in a storybook fashion. Then 14 and 15 happened when the Red Sox were fucking absolutely terrible. He stuck it out, you know, put it together was a leader, was a mentor for younger players. And um, there will be a massive hole in, like, obviously, Matt, you said the clubhouse, um, as well as the lineup and on defense, too. He had an awesome year defensively. He finally figured it out defensively. Like, he was truly a gold-glove caliber shortstop. And, you know, he's going to be really tough to replace on and off the field. Yeah, I mean... You really just saw how many other teams valued him once he actually hit free agency. And it should have never gotten to that point. You know, uh, it was very kind of insulting looking back now that they offered him four years, 90 million. Last spring training, there's been plenty of other times, you know, where Mookie was lowballed and a lot of other Red Sox players, uh, especially the homegrown ones, have been along the way. And it's just frustrating to see it all again. I mean, like we've seen this play out uh LeBeau, you mentioned it, you know, the reason why you traded Mookie is so that way you had flexibility moving forward. And if we're not going to do that as the Red Sox, like, what are we even fucking doing here? Right. You know, I, I would have rather just seen the Red Sox just crash and burn with Mookie Betts um, and just thrown like a stupid fuck you contract at him. If, if this was just the direction of, of the franchise, I mean, I don't, I mean, it's not even like, like Mookie wanted to be here, but um, you know, and I, I, I think that we'll put some some good solid rants against the Red Sox together, you know, in, in a couple of minutes here. But um, all in all, Xander should have been the guy who he, he was he should have been the he should have been Boston's Derek Jeter, you know, like a guy who was decorated, had championships, you know, did the little things right, um, was a leader. And instead, now we're going to watch him play, you know, for the Padres for the next 11 years, which is insane. And I'm, I also am really happy for him yeah. because one of the things that happened with Bogarts was 
he was always kind of undervalued by not only the Red Sox, but the rest of the league, too. I mean, this is a guy that would get snubbed consideration for, you know, all-star games, um, especially early on in his career. Um, he was a guy that was, uh, you know, doubted with his defensive ability at shortstop range issues. And this this Bogart's contract is a big F you to everyone that doubted Xander's ability as a baseball player. Right. No, exactly. I mean, and, and you said it, LeBeau, you always love to see, um, you know, guys get their money and, you know, he's, he's, he deserves this, this contract. He deserves the money that, um, you know, he's getting and it sucks that it's not with the Red Sox, but I mean, you really can't blame a guy for taking a contract like that. Obviously it's a, it's a lot of money and he's put in a lot of work, um, you know, in Boston over the last decade, um, you know, to get this opportunity. And you really honestly can't blame him for taking that deal. Yeah. And he even signed a team friendly contract with Dombrowski. I mean, we got him through his age, like late 20s, early 30 seasons uh, for only like $20 million a piece. And, you know, he took that deal, I think, hoping that, you know, there was going to be an opt out, you know, this year. I think he was hoping to, you know, stay with the organization, but this time actually just get paid what he was worth. And, you know, he did get paid a lot of money. Um, he obviously, you know, earned a lot of it. I think it, the contract probably did surprise a lot of people in terms of length and especially dollar amount. But like uh, you, you wish like, you know, it just never got to that point. Kind of like I was saying before. Exactly. Exactly. And I'll be honest, like, I'm I'm not the type of person that gets attached to players, you know, whether it's with the Red Sox or whether it's, you know, anywhere else, any other teams I like. Obviously, I don't like any other teams nearly as much as I like the Red Sox, like not even a fifth of how much I like the Red Sox. But when, you know, Ben Benintendi got traded, I felt nothing. I felt absolutely nothing. nothing. People always yeah. go back to the Ben Benintendi trade, like, how could you get rid of this guy? He was you know, like a, like a fan favorite. I felt literally shit. And when Mookie got traded, it sucked to lose that good of a player because to not be able to pencil him in every game sucks. But I felt fucking nothing. Um, there is a slew of players that have left the Boston Red Sox that I have felt absolutely nothing when they left. When I woke up to piss in the middle of the night last night and I checked my phone, I truly was crushed like crushed like i i have not felt that way about a red sox player leaving the organization in my lifetime ever ever yeah like well i remember when the red sox traded manny ramirez to the dodgers and i cried but that was because you know like i was younger and he, yeah. was, he he's my favorite athlete of all time I, I genuinely cried i i did not cry over xander but i felt worse over xander those are the only two times I felt crushed was Xander and Manny Ramirez. Um, but nonetheless, like it was just, it was just devastating. It was just absolutely devastating to see. It should have yeah, never it, got there. Should never. I mean, there. because Xander's one of those guys where you would think like he's going to be a Red Sox lifer. Like he's going to be here throughout his entire career end his career here. And that's just the way it was supposed to go. Um, and we go back to like the Mookie situation to give the team more flexibility. And, you know, and this is what happens, you know, that's not good at all. Yeah. It's not great. 
Um, it's just really unfortunate the way everything played out, but um, I think it hurts even more because of, you know, who Xander was and what he meant to the team. He meant, you know, so much more than, you know, Benintendi and, and even Mookie Betts. Um, and it's just, it's, I mean, when I saw the news, I was like, I really couldn't believe it at, because like everything that happened yesterday was trending towards the directions. Like everything you heard was, okay, the Red Sox are making progress. They're talking to Xander, you know, they, they want their, their push and they want this to happen. And, you know, Heim Bloom was like, you know, in good spirits when he was asked about Bogarts and it seemed like everything was trending towards the direction of him coming back. And then boom, middle of the night, the deal happens. And it's like, I, I think it just caught everybody off guard and everybody was surprised and when I saw that, you know, he had signed, I was like, oh, it's def- it's got to be with the Red Sox. And you look and it's he went up to San Diego and it's just like, man, it's just such a deflating thing to see. And they had such a good day yesterday, you know, if they with with Jansen, with the Jansen news. And then, you know, the Bogarts thing was starting. The wheels were spinning on that. And you were like, all right, this team's making progress like this offseason, you know, got off to a slow start, but it's heating up now. Um, and then, man, that news is just, it, it, I mean, if you're a Red Sox fan out there, man, it's just so deflating yeah, to see it's crushing. That. No, that's crushing. It is. Yeah, no, I mean, I think the timeline of it all even adds more salt in the wound because, you know, you came into the offseason with a uh, Bloom and the front office saying, you know, Xander's like the number one priority, you know, um, shame, like, like we said before, it was a shame that even got to this point. But, you know, to get strung along like that, be like, oh, yeah, you know, he's getting uh, interest from a lot of other teams. Red Sox aren't really in it. Uh, you know, last minute being like, hey, talks have intensified. There's a lot of momentum. It sounded really good. Like it was almost on the one yard line. You had, you know, fucking Caravis and everybody else like tweeting out like just positive vibes about everything. You we recorded last night and we were like, yeah, this is going to get done. Like, that episode became null and void pretty fast, and that's why we're doing this right now. Uh, and then, you know, either you were awake at 1230, like, on a fucking Wednesday or Thursday night, or, you know, you woke up at, like, 630 and you saw the news. Um, and, like, I, I'm not sure which one would honestly be worse, like, waking up and, like, having that be, like, the first thing, like, 10 notifications on my phone. I'll tell you the what worst was worse. thing in the world. I'll tell you what was worse was waking up at 230 to piss and not being able to go back to sleep. I didn't. I, I literally have not slept since two thirty. I, I I think I closed my eyes for like ten minutes at like five a.m. after scrolling on my phone for hours on end, and that was crushing because I was like half asleep and I was like my eyes were like barely open and I saw the Twitter notification from Rosenthal, and it was like Xander's deal is worth and I was like great it's done and then I saw the fucking Padres and I'm like yeah. you gotta be kidding me. You got that was that so that was worse. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but that was like the worst of two. I'd rather just get a fucking full night's sleep and just find <laughs> out in the morning. Yeah, there's there's no good way for it to be broken. Like right. not at all. Um, you know, like it could be at my wedding, it would fucking ruin my wedding. And like <laughs> that that's how fucking bad like something like this happening is. Like it will literally cause me to get divorced because uh, the, it, <laughs> I, I won't believe in this marriage anymore. <laughs> the only thing then legally committing to one woman for the rest of your life is Xander Bogart's leaving the Red Sox. So actually Xander Bogart's leaving the Red Sox on your <laughs> wedding day would be the worst day of your life because yeah, yeah. Uh, there's two factors that would ruin your life. 
So, um, yeah, I mean, let's just kind of jump into the malpractice of the Red Sox because that was a nice little Xander tribute. We appreciate Xander Bogarts, but the issue is how the the poorly the Red Sox handled this. Um, And as we all know, we have some really strong feelings about this. So I would say, and correct me if I'm wrong, Jack, this goes back to spring training of last year, correct? I think it even goes uh, before that. I mean, I think you kind of almost have to start at the Mookie thing. We talked about it, you know, and all, but like the reason why you did that is so that way, you know, you can build another team around. And you know what? In 2021, like we were right there in it. And then all of a sudden, you know, we're out of it. And this organization just seems to have fucking abandoned its entire plan to, you know, actually fucking win and, you know, be the big dick Red Sox like we used to be. And just, God forbid, like, sign a homegrown player for once. Um, yes. But it, It's so unfortunate. Yeah, you, you, you said, Jack, obviously, with the, with the, it starts with the Mookie situation. And this is, like, it's starting to be a trend for the Red Sox, and it's not a good one. It's just, you know, it's almost like you're a farm system for the rest of the major leagues now because you you bring up these guys you know through your system you know you, you just they they end up becoming superstars and then they walk you don't sign them they go somewhere else and you know and then you lose and then you get nothing you get absolutely nothing or you know it, it's just it's it's so frustrating i mean i can't be, i can't imagine you know bringing a player up through your system, you know, from them, you know, being a younger, young player going through your system, becoming a star and then, and then leaving and and not wanting to re-sign your guys like that. That should be your main priority is when you draft and develop players, you should want them to stick around. Like I I just, especially guys like Xander, like I, I don't understand why that's not a priority and why the Red Sox are doing what they're doing, because this is a, horrible trend yeah the the red sox they plain and simple they fucked around and they found out you know yeah. you when you mishandle your star players and when you undervalue them and then tell them they're not you know worth what they think they're worth um it's not to say that the Red Sox didn't come up with a fair offer for Xander Bogarts this winter, because I think they did. And I think that they probably like the way I look at it is they probably would have went an extra like seven year or like an, even an eighth year. And I think that's why the Padres offer was so ridiculous because I think that Xander preferred the Red Sox. And I think eight years probably would have got it done even over that 11 year albatross of a contract with san diego but the problem is you know i i i think that they just they fucked around and they found out some team just blew them out blew them out of the water and that's what happens when you allow a player to negotiate with all 30 major league baseball teams one desperate team is going to do something incredibly stupid is the deal incredibly stupid absolutely yeah. do i want the red Sox oh, to make yeah, do I want the Red Sox to make that deal? Absolutely not. Do should I do it? Did I want the Red Sox to never let Xander Bogarts ever get to free agency? Yes, that is what most Red Sox fans are upset about. No one is saying that the Red Sox should have matched the Padres' offer. That's uh, absurd. I, I wouldn't want to to put the organization in that bad of a situation long term. This should have never 
they, the, the the Padres offering him that deal should have never came to fruition because he should have never hit free agency. And this is a big fuck you to all those Red Sox robots, the Sam Kennedys of the world, fucking John Henry, um, Linda Pizzuti, you know, the, the fucking all the Fenway Sports Group robots behind Bloom, who now Xander Bogarts is with fucking Don Orsolo in San Diego. Uh, another person who was treated like absolute shit in Boston, <laughs> right, who's Christ. a superstar. Yeah. Um, just, just grotesque, just grotesque behavior for an organization that's worth four, almost $4 billion, um, and has four championships, you know, this century. So, uh, and that's another thing too, you know, Red Sox fans are in a real tough position, not to continue to ramble on here for a long time, but Red Sox fans are in a real tough position because, um, it almost feels like it's hard to complain because we do have the most championships in the 21st century, but like we have a right to complain as well because you haven't right. been able to keep any of your superstars. Um, you, you fucked around with all of them, literally all of them. Yeah, no, we won the World Series four years ago, and you know what? That doesn't matter anymore because almost all of that team is gone now. Mm-hmm. Like it, you have what Chris Sale, Matt Barnes, a uh, handful of other guys, Ralphie Devers. For now, you you better fucking take yeah. care of that too. <laughs> well, I think we'll get to that in a little bit, but you know, imagine after the 2014 season that, um, so, or sorry, the 2018 season, somebody told you that Mookie Betts and Andrew Bogarts would leave and uh, Ralphie Devers is probably going to hit free agency. Like you, you wouldn't believe it. You, you mean at the time, like everything was just so great. And how do we even get to this point so fast? Like that, that's the fucking whirlwind of it all. It feels like, you know, you see even like the Yankees and uh, a lot of other teams like stay at least consistently good over the last few years. They always make the playoffs, even if they haven't like fucking done anything while they're in there. But it, it's just frustrating having to go through these like giant peaks and valleys of where we're going to be fucking dog shit and then, you know, build up the farm system, make a big trade and then, you know, get right back in it. So I think that's really the only thing that can save the front office is winning a World Series. And, you know, as of right now, we don't have a roster that even has a fucking chance to make the playoffs. No, we, we absolutely just do not. And and you, you are right. Um, winning a World Series will completely eliminate all of the uh, concerns and <clears throat> all of the gripes. I saw a couple like ridiculous tweets that said like even if the Red Sox win the World Series, um, Red Sox fans should still be upset. No, that's not the case. I don't care who is on the team if you're winning. Um, but I, I think that the Xander Bogarts being undervalued is like is Xander Bogarts the, the the best player in Major League Baseball? Absolutely not. Was he ever um, going to win an MVP in his career? Um, he, the closest he came was 2019. I think he finished top five, but he, he's not an MVP type player. Is he an all-star that you want to build your team around? Absolutely. Um, so, you know, that's, that's where the frustration comes in. The other thing too, is Xander Bogarts. If, if you're committed to not paying $300 million contracts to superstars, like the Sotos, the Betts, um, you know, the Cunhas of the world, Xander Bogart seems like a perfect player for the Boston Red Sox. He he's like a he's like a top fifteen player in the league, but he's not like a top five player in the league. So he's not going to cost you three hundred and fifty million dollars. Now you know the, you're going to save face. You're going to have to give Rafael Devers a, a a grotesque 
amount yeah. of money. You're gonna have to give him a desk of of cheese yeah. The price tag <laughs> went up this off season without him doing yeah. a goddamn thing. The, just because of the market, now he's gonna make that much more money. <laughs> and yeah. you know, it almost feels like we've just fallen behind with all the spending and payroll and everything. I know we were over the luxury tax by fucking four million dollars last year, which is the dumbest thing that you possibly could have fucking done. And, you know, yeah. put this in a worse position this year because, you know, if we're going to go over, we might as well go the hell over. But at this point, why even go over if we're not going to, you know, get any of the yeah. fucking huge superstars out there? So I would almost just rather reset and then just like go from there because, I mean, it's hard to believe in this team right now, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, I think something that it's probably going to stem from this, I feel like there's got to be some kind of a... a it seems like if there's almost some kind of a trickle down effect. I mean, if you're a young player on this Red Sox team, like you're, if you're a Devers or maybe even like a Marcelo Meyer um, down the road, like you look at this and you say, well, that's Bogarts. Um, what's going to happen when I'm, when it's my turn, if I, if I go up there, I perform, am I going to get paid? Probably not. Yeah, like you're you're thinking probably not at this point. I mean, I can't imagine what Devers is thinking. Like, okay, well, they don't want to pay anybody here. <laughs> What's going to happen with me? I might not even be here after next mm-hmm. season. Yeah, um, no, I, I I hear you. I, I mean, agree. that's that's the thing. I mean, it feels like it. If you're a young player in this organization and you're projected to be, and you end up, you know, you you play, you know, you play on this team, you perform, um, and then when your time comes to get paid. Yeah, probably not feeling too great about it. Um, and that sucks because I feel like that's going to just be, I mean, unless they reverse course and they end up spending on guys from now on, I mean, who knows what's going to happen with, with them. But, I mean, I, I feel like you, you can't feel that confident if if you're a young player in this organization. No, you, you, you can't. You absolutely can't. I mean – um, don't get me wrong. You know, there's still a lot of off season left. And to me, you know, like I, I know the advanced metrics will tell you that Carlos Correa is a much better player than Xander Bogarts. I'm not one of those people that thinks he's a much better player. Do I think he's maybe a little bit better? Um, yes, he is a little bit younger as well. Um, but they're to me, they're even. They're one and the same. And I only, I think the only thing that makes me prefer Bogarts is. The fact he's a proven leader, he's a, a, been a Red Sox his whole life, and he's cheaper. So it, to me, it yeah. seemed like you know if if you're going to pick between one of those two guys, Bogarts or Correa, which I, I don't think they get Correa, then um, it sounded like Bogarts was just a, a better fit for the team. But yeah. So now, if you get Correa, um, I'm, I mean, I'd be happy. I'd be happy if you get Correa. Yeah, I, mean, I, I really like. Carlos Correa, I, I don't understand the Red Sox fans that don't uh, want him. Um, I think that he is a true, you know, four hitter. I think he would mash at Fenway Park. Um, uh, pitchers fear him. Nobody fears Dansby Swanson. Nobody game plans for <laughs> Dansby Swanson. Not, nope. I'm sorry. Dansby <laughs> Swanson is, not, a, yeah. is a fine baseball player, and I really, really like him, and I, I think he's a perfect San Francisco giant, but I don't think that like he is the answer. Um, he's just not, he's actually not the answer. I can tell you that for a fact. Yeah. He's not. Um, so, you know, I really hope they don't go in that direction. I'd rather just see them just 
figure out shortstop internally if you're going to go Dansby Swanson. But um, Correa would be a great replacement for Xander Bogarts. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Now you have to wonder what they're going to do. I mean, you do have the. Like, are they going to throw money at Correa? No. No. Uh, I mean. If we do, I will be over the moon. I will be very happy with that. It's still not going to, you know, replace the pain of Xander leaving. But, you know, you do have to wonder about what options are even out there, whether you move Story to shortstop and, you know, you get a second baseman or you make a trade for um, Fernando fucking Tatis. Who knows? (laughs) Uh, I know that's been, you know, something crazy that's been thrown out there. But there's very few guys that you can actually replace Xander Bogarts with. Like, it's you can count them on your hand essentially. And, you know, that's what makes it even more frustrating. The need was there too. It's not like, you know, Meyer is coming up tomorrow. We don't have a shortstop right now. Right. We don't, we have no shortstop and, um, we have, you know, a lot of holes, a lot of holes. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, this is do or die time for the Boston Red Sox. This, these next three months will determine if they're going to be competitive. And I think these next three months will even probably determine if they're going to trade Rafael Devers. I hate to say it, but yeah. if this was your master plan for the offseason was to get a guy who has never seen a pitch in Major League Baseball, um, you know, Kenley Jansen, Chris Martin, um, then – you're pretty much gearing up to sell the team, which at this point would be fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. If FSG sold the team and went into um, salary cap sports, it seems like that's the direction that they're headed with the interest in the, uh, you know, Washington commanders and the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, and with the sale of Liverpool and uh, it seems like the Red Sox would be a good fit to be sold next. So uh, I don't know. I don't know. This is a very sad time. It's a very nerve-wracking time, very scary time. But, uh, you know, the Red Sox are not that far away from competing in 2023. So that's the bright side. You know, they've they've gotten a lot of nice pieces this offseason. Can't forget that. If you fill the shortstop hole, you know, I think you're right back there if the team can stay healthy. Um, If you don't fill the shortstop hole, you're just, just, you're just fucked. You're just not going to compete. You're going to be worse than you were last year. So that's yeah. it. And I know LeBeau, you had tweeted earlier today that if they uh, fuck up the uh, the Devers situation, that you're just donezo. Yeah, it was a probably. You're serious. <laughs> well, I mean, if they fuck up, if they fuck up Devers, then at this point, at that point, it'll be like, okay, then something is is changing. Like that means either. They're completely just pinching pennies, and we're going to be a basically a small market team. Yeah, and, and 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 that's just the direction of the Red Sox, and we have to live with it. Or they're gearing up to sell the team, um, which would would be you know either way. Obviously, I'll still be a fan. You know, I'll never not be a Red Sox fan. But right. like, yeah, it'll it'll be really really disheartening to lose Betts, Bogarts, Devers. You know. Um, Yvaldi's still not signed. So, you know, I, I think he's very replaceable. But you, you lost the one guy in your your franchise that was not replaceable of the last decade. 
you know, this is on the Mount Rushmore of shitty things that's happened to Red Sox fans. Uh, this is on there. This is yeah. definitely on there for in, in our lifetime. You know, I think you could go the Aaron Boone home run, Don Orsillo leaving, Dustin Pedroia's career-ending injury, and this. I think this is this is this is this. I think it's this. I think this. Those are the four things that you look back on and be like, "Wow!" Like it sucks to be a Red Sox fan sometimes when you look at those really four horrifying events that yeah. happen. Like it's awesome that we win championships, but those four events are horrifying, horrifying. Uh, I'm gonna throw Remy dying in there too. Oh yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, but like that's more of a na- that's more of a natural thing. Well, yeah, like, like non, well, non- two, more like 2011. 2011 uh, was probably okay. the worst like fucking game I can ever fucking possibly imagine in my life. Okay, yeah, like, yeah, that, yeah that's, I was that's very hurt about yeah. that. Yeah, that was that might have been. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that that definitely has to be on there. So I'll I'll maybe you could maybe swap that swap the Aaron Boone thing is is the worst of all of them, but it's also like not anymore because. I mean, they righted the ship, and now that home run made him the worst manager in Major League Baseball. So, like, it's kind of worked out for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that definitely is on there. I don't think you could put Remy Thying on there because that's not, like, malpractice by the Red Sox. You know, like, that's not yeah. them fucking it up. So, yeah. um, it's, more, it's more of a natural cause. Yeah, it's more of, like, a wow, that's, like, the, the saddest thing. But, like, it happens. You know, death happens, yeah. unfortunately. Red Sox can't do it to prevent that. Although, I probably still find a way to blame them. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it was a really sad day. Like I I genuinely, I was sad. Like I wasn't, it wasn't like there was initial anger and then it was just straight sadness and you, it was just very, very dark, 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 dark day. Yeah. This is going to be a, uh, a black, uh, you know, black mark on the Red Sox. Um, for sure. Forever. I mean, terrible. Yeah, forever. Terrible. Yeah, we're the laughing stock of baseball right now, rightfully so. Like, uh, every time I tune into MLB Network, it's like, what the fuck are the Red Sox doing? And, you know, it's, it's a pretty good question. Yeah. Uh, we, yeah. We Very good the, question. Yeah. Like, the industry is just so confused by what's even fucking going on in Boston right now. And you see sympathy from other fans, too. Like, that's almost the worst part <laughs> yeah i know I, I knew it was bad when two, two yankee fan friends reached out to me and were like yo dude i'm sorry to hear that like that's when you know it's fucking bad and it is bad it is bad give me carlos rodon give me carlos correa apparently rodon is like they're they're making a move for him yeah i know i, I Shane point. bieber yeah <laughs> Yeah, n- never again, Marino Pepin. No, yeah, yeah that guy's done. Permanently you, blocked. He he is getting the Rob Levine called to prison. Yes, he's called to prison. Right. Yep. You know what? He's okay. You know what the no. worst part is? You know what the worst fucking part is too? That tweet with the calendar emoji. That was yeah. him. <laughs> that was him hinting that the Padres were giving the Xander more years. That's what he, he went oh. back and, and he said that's that's what that was, and he explained it because someone asked him like what what was with the calendar thing, and he's like that was like the Padres giving him more years, so he knew the whole fucking time and and he still put like that emoji like with the two fists like the white guy the, the yeah. white fist <laughs> and the black what fist that? what was that and like the whole time it was like it were it was like this is the Red Sox like the Red Sox like. Ah, uh, there was a time yes- yesterday where we thought 
the Red Sox were going to do a Devers and Bogarts fucking same, same multi-extension. And everyone was like, dude, they're going to do it in the same day. We really fucking played ourselves. We are a bunch yeah. of fucking idiots. <laughs> we are so stupid. I, I look back at the me of yesterday, and I'm ashamed. I am, too. I am, too. I didn't even listen to our podcast. Like, I always am so played. excited to, like, yeah. day after. And I was like, no, nah, this is garbage. Nope. Like, I yep. I I couldn't agree more. Perfectly said. I, I my like my commute was just brutal. Like I was just fucking miserable. Like anyone on the road could fucking get it. Like just I, I was I was I was out for blood. My morning commute and I didn't no no music, no podcast. Just, yeah. No just... radio. Nothing. Just silence. Silence. I barely even turned the heat on. I was like, I'm just going to be cold. <laughs> I'm just going to freeze my ass off. Yeah. It took me like 10 minutes to be like, I should probably turn the heat on. Well, I was okay, really... okay. Well, I am cold. Yeah. Yeah. I am cold. So let's be warm <laughs> and sad. But I was really just like, it was like you were just shocked. I was just shocked. Like, I, I just was like, I couldn't concentrate for the first, like, I would say two hours at work. And then, yeah. And then I went on a Twitter rampage and I felt better. I felt better. Yeah. You know, yeah, you got to release it all, you know. Yeah, get that demon, demon, demons out. Get the demons out. You know, that's right. That's right. But, uh, all right, man. Yeah. Tough, tough day, but hopefully we get some positive news soon. I mean, nice. yeah, yeah, that would be nice. Be nice. Like would the sun nice. is exploding, the sale, or a meteor the of the or, team. Yeah, or a meteor is crashing into the earth, and no baseball is ever going to be played again. That'd be fucking awesome. But yeah, right. just shout out Xander Bogarts. Congrats on yeah. the contract. We'll miss you. A lot of good memories. Um, thank you for that home run against the New York Yankees in the wild card game. That's right. Thank you for the contributions in 2013, 2018. Um, you're a great player, and you deserve nothing but success in San Diego. Um, John Henry, kill yourself. That's about it. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Sounds about right to me. All right. Okay. Peace. 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 Fuck John Henry. I will.